Hey there, and welcome to our East Coast Church podcast. If you would like to know more information about our church and who we are, head to our website, eastcoast.org.au. From wherever you are listening right now, we hope that the content in this podcast blesses you. Welcome to our Cultivate podcast, and we're so lucky to have Pastor Kiralee here from C3 Church City. Uh, you, They just celebrated 20 years of running their church, which is incredible. You and your husband, Tim, lead that church in the city, and you planted it yourselves. Is that correct? It is, Lou. Well, actually, Tim was single when he planted oh, the church. I didn't we know that part of like the story. We were kind of like friends slash dating, kind okay. of just starting to yeah. connect and so, yeah, he was single and we got married in the church two years into the church plant. Oh, my plant. gosh, that's amazing. Yeah. That's pretty special. I didn't yeah. know that. I thought yeah. you'd done it together. Yeah. So, well, we're all learning something yeah. new. <laughs> <laughs> and you have three boys. I do, yep. yep. I've got Sammy, who's 15, and Harry, 13, and Elijah, 11. Yeah, amazing. And yeah. I love following you on Instagram. She's a very cool <laughs> mum of boys. You stay up to date with what you need to do. <gasps> oh, thanks, Lou. Yeah, which is very cool. And something that many of you may not know about Kiralee is she's an author mm-hmm. um, and she's got this beautiful range of children's books called The Invisible Tree, mm-hmm. uh, which if you're a part of East Coast, you're going to get to experience them when we're back in the flesh, which will be really cool. And yeah. The the ministry that you have with The Invisible She, which is a book that's about to be released mm, yes. this year, yeah. which is so exciting. And Pastor Creeley was supposed to be at our encounter, Cultivate, um, but she so kindly moved that. And we're going to have her 2021 at our encounter and it's going to be called Whole Heart and Amazing. I just, the ministry that you're doing, you, we cannot miss having her in the flesh and Aww. what she does with the women and the garments. So, yeah, but with our theme Cultivate, we've really connected on a heart level with this theme and especially even in the books that you've written and things that God's been speaking to you about, yeah. that about bestowing attention and, yeah. you know, focusing in on God cultivating our heart. Would you be able to speak to how that theme like has really resonated with you personally? Yeah, well, as you know, Lou, I absolutely love the theme. And I remember when we were at a conference together last year and you'd already set your theme and I didn't even know it at the time. And the speaker started to talk about cultivating beauty in our life and just, you know, because the world's not always beautiful, Mm. right? And our circumstances can be challenging, our land can be dry. Yes. Um, but as women of God, with access to heaven and access to the presence of God and with the fruit of the Spirit actually living on the inside of us, we can actually cultivate beauty and goodness and the things of God right in the midst of the land we're in, no yeah. matter how harsh or difficult that land might be. And I like I think it's amazing because even in your in one of your books, like yeah. that's the theme that comes yeah. through. And that's really when everything happened with COVID, Emma and I really felt to keep going yeah. with the theme because we thought yeah. this theme is actually for this season I and God it. wasn't surprised. And just even what you were saying then about being, you know, in a wilderness and a dry yeah. place. And for many of us, 
there's been a lot of challenges yes. and just cultivating that goodness of God. Totally. And I had to push in for patience and for peace, you know, yeah. homeschooling the kids. And I thought, well, I'm a woman of God, like rubber hit the road now. I need more patience. I know you've given it as a gift, God, but I need more and how yeah. we cultivate those fruits of the spirit that we have access to. Um, and I think we spoke about it uh, in another time as well, how no matter what season it is that we can cultivate that goodness because often we can be under the impression that I need to move out of this season absolutely, in order to have the goodness flow. And it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, when I get there, but it's just wherever we're at. Totally, totally. Well, that actually the most recent book in the Invisible Tree series, which is called Goodness, because yeah. the series is based on the fruit of the spirit. Yeah. So that book is about a little boy who's not happy with the land he's in. He can see that there's problems. So he picks up everything and goes to a new place. Yeah. And then he discovers there's problems in the new place. And he picks up again and goes to the new another place. Yeah. And there's still like sadness or heartache or problems. And in about the middle of the story, he sees another little boy actually planting seeds in the midst of the weeds Wow! and makes the discovery, perhaps we can create goodness right here in the midst of sadness and fear. Wow. And, um, and so he learns that we're actually called to create, cultivate goodness, the mm. land of good, in the midst of trouble and pain and sadness. And ultimately, that's our calling yeah. as believers to bring beauty, to bring the love of God, to bring Christ in a hostile environment. That's right. And that's what really even I just got that picture of, yeah, our lives being like the seed that's planted in amongst it wow. yeah. to just, yeah, to bear that fruit for others to see and experience and it's not about us being removed from those painful things because we go through it ourselves, but also for us to be around others that are facing it and totally. to cultivate that peace. Just We've been speaking a lot about how we get accustomed to the peace of God. It's yeah. such a precious gift, but yeah. we can forget how precious it is. Yes. You know, and that there's those that live without it. Wow. And just us being around that they can experience that peace mm. in our lives and mm. it's super powerful. Yeah, I love mm. that. And, uh, you know, as we're talking, I'm also thinking about, you know, the valley of dry bones. Yes. And God yeah. sent the prophet into the valley, That's right? right, to yeah. prophesy to the dry bones, to bring life where there was, you know, not life. One of my favourite scriptures. Yeah. <laughs> I love it so much. Um Kiralee from a distance. I actually remember Pastor Murray said to me, you must meet, you know, Kiralee and Tim. He's like, they're creative. You'll love them. And it's true. You're so inspiring and your poetry is captivating and anointed by God. It's a God anointed gift. And I had a question about creativity and cultivating creativity in your life. And how do you do that as a creative and as a woman of God? But also you lead a church, you're a mum of three boys. There's lots of things going on in your world. How do you cultivate creativity? I've got a bit of an unusual answer to that question because I actually never knew I was a creative. Wow. I was a lawyer before Mm. I was in ministry. My like top subject at school was maths. I've got quite a legal brain. Um, You know, I... 
So I never knew that I had creativity in me. It was really as I became a Christian and did my journey with Christ and even as I became a minister, I really believe that creativity was born out of necessity. Wow. On the inside of me to bring um, to bring colour and to what God was communicating to me to kind of bring life mm. in difficult places through the message God was giving to me. You know, what I've discovered is God's answer to darkness was to create. Yeah. And so I actually think creativity is a necessary part of bringing God into our world. And I think for me, like the Invisible Tree books were actually born when I had my third child. I was totally exhausted. Mm. I had... um, Okay, you ready for it, ladies? I had mastitis yeah. about five times in oh the first month. <laughs> so I was so depleted. I was yeah. so exhausted. I had the three boys. I was pastoring the church, da, yeah. da, 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 you name it. And, you know, a mother's group asked me to talk on joy and I'm like, oh. <laughs> but it was good because God yeah. had been teaching me that I actually needed joy mm. to get through the challenge and the hardship of the season, that joy yeah. was a force that strengthened me. through the season. And so as I prepared that message, I delivered it to the mums group and then I was sharing the message at church and the Sunday afternoon before I preached, these little words kept going through Mm. my head. I've lost my joy. Where could it be? Is it under the apple tree? And it just kept going through and I thought, what is that? And I sat down and I wrote a poem out of it. Mm. And and I said to Tim, oh, should I read this out at church? And he's like, yeah, read it out. And anyway, I read it out and a few people came up to me and said, that's got to be a kid's book. And I'm like, really? And I prayed about it and the whole series just dropped into my spirit. Wow. And it was a total God thing. Yeah. But that was really born out of a dry place Mm. and out of a difficult season and out of, I don't know, a force inside me to bring forth the truth of God's word, which empowers us yeah. through difficult seasons. And I do believe that if anything is worthy of creativity and beauty and wonder, it's the word of God. Yeah. So I'm passionate about the creative expression of God's word. So that's how the Invisible Tree books came about. And even the Invisible She has really come from a heart to minister to Mm. women in the most compelling, beautiful, creative way I know. Yes. And for women, you know, fashion is a bit of a universal language. Yeah. (laughs) So I've just God's kind of like given me that language to use to communicate the gospel. And so, yeah, I guess it's been born out of a desire to communicate. And, you know, like, obviously, if I want to go away and write poetry or Mm. write a book, I'd love to just be in a home by the sea for a weekend on my own. But it's so rare. Yeah. And so I've learned sometimes the best poems that I write are out of the hardest place. And I have to create to actually find a pathway through. So the creative process is actually a prophetic act, if you like, to bring myself through. And it then obviously ministers to others. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So it's actually, 
Yeah. So I, I'd like to say, oh, yeah, you need peace and quiet yeah. and time and stillness. And if we get that, sure, use it to do something beautiful. But don't let difficult times stop you from creating because that can often be the prophetic act which will pull you out and into something new. Oh, my goodness. You know, I just feel that there's people listening at home and you're unlocking things for them because they've felt that the season that they were in was actually confining them and not allowing them to be creative or and just I think especially in that space and a lot of women would relate when your children are little yeah. and just your third child, like yeah. think about that season. Yeah, those yes. books being birthed and that's really exactly just where they were birthed. That's amazing. Yeah, and I never planned it. I never no. planned to write children's books. I didn't really plan to do anything. Yeah, of what I'm doing. I thought I was just, you know, a pastor. Yeah, <laughs> um, but it's been. I think it's God's desire to bring. I mean, beauty in the wilderness. Yeah, you know, our church is right in the mm. inner city. We're in. Darlinghurst, it's traditionally been like the worst crime street in Sydney. Yeah, and my car actually got broken into oh, on that street. Oh, no. <laughs> and I still remember the bag and I had a friend's dress in it anyway, gone. Oh, and I no. lost a Bible as oh, well. No. Well, hopefully it's <laughs> but, yes, to someone. That's what I said. I was like, hopefully. But, yeah, I do. Yeah. Yeah. So I just think it's actually really the heart of God mm. to bring beauty and yeah barren places dark places and some of the greatest artists like you know Vincent van Gogh and Mm. you know other artists they had to create to be sane yes like they found the world so harsh and so difficult they actually had to create and true creatives actually have to create Mm. yeah that's amazing. I'm personally inspired. I love that answer. <laughs> and I just, yeah, I feel that people would be so encouraged at home because yeah. sometimes there's a mystery around being creative and I even feel that some people do write themselves off mm. as being creatives and just you thinking, well, I'm only good in this area. Or, mm. But I, I believe we all need creativity. Absolutely. No matter what we're putting our hand to. And it's really problem solving. Felix being an architect and it translates into all areas of life. He just says his job is just all problem solving, coming up with solutions. And that's, yeah. Yeah. And God's in all of that, isn't he? Totally. Totally. Yeah. And I think God gets great joy and pleasure in co-creating with Mm. us actually that's probably my most exciting thing about creative process is the partnership with the holy spirit and journeying with the holy spirit to breathe into life something that you know heaven has seen already yeah amen and that's been a bit of a theme for us when i was just going back to genesis and thinking about god put adam and eve in the garden and he gave them everything but he wanted them to cultivate it yeah. on his behalf. Yes. And so he does, he gives us what we need, but there's a part that we play. Yes. Totally. You know, in creating and cultivating with him. Totally. Totally. Which is the kindness of God, isn't it? That we get to be a part of it. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. He believes in us often more than we believe in ourselves. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And just as we close, like speak to me about the word of God in your life because you've just got such a reservoir. To me, it looks like just a reservoir of the word of God to draw from. And mm. has that, 
Is that something you've cultivated in your life, like seeking to just, you know, I think people can struggle to find a pattern and a rhythm with reading the word and just, yeah, just share your relationship with the yeah. word of God. Well, it's the word of God's like a lifeline. Yeah. To me, I absolutely need it. It's mm. like keeps me afloat yes. <laughs> in the wild seas yeah. of my life. So I am an early morning person. I've always been a bit of an early morning yeah. person, but I have found just the importance of getting to God early before my boys wake up, yeah. before others wake up. And I know that doesn't work for everyone, but for me it works. And yeah. one word from God can really just strengthen you and mm. stabilise you for the day, just one word. And so I, I'm a little bit creative, I guess, in my journey with the Word of God. I don't necessarily, sometimes I'll go through a Bible plan and then yeah. other times I'll just shake it all up and just be reading the Psalms or yeah. other yeah. times I'll be in Proverbs and then I mix translations up. If I, As soon as I start to get bored, yeah. I like to switch so it's alive, so the Word's alive to me. Um, so it looks different all the time. Sometimes I might choose to go through a book of the Bible. Yeah. And do and like a deeper study. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. And yeah. occasionally I might even read like another, like maybe, I don't know, like a devotional book yeah. or someone else's book that's rich with scripture. Mm. But I find more and more, I guess, as I grow in my faith and as a believer, I really need the raw word. Yeah. Like I need raw food. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. Like it's pretty essential. Mm. So. Yeah, I'm really into the Word of God. It's literally like what gets me through. It's my sustenance. Yeah, mm. you you can see that. It just comes out of you and I just see it's like you've just got it almost like a bag, you know, yeah. to just draw from. Like every time I've spoken to you, you've just been able to access the Word of God as life, mm. um, tangible for yourself but for others as well, yeah. which is just such a gift. Yeah, You're amazing. Oh, I know the women Luke. just will love you oh, and 2021 will be amazing amazing Um, but I feel like you've been a real key part of Cultivate and of that message really um, birthing what God wanted to say to the women and I feel it's going to be a word that'll stay with us for the seasons yeah just a foundational word for us as East Coast women so beautiful which is exciting would you pray for us as we close absolutely All right, let's pray, ladies. I just, I'm actually just thinking as we close, Lou, about, you know, initially there was the Garden of Eden, but Mm. now we're really called to replant the garden, right? Mm. Right in the midst of our communities and bring the garden. So let's pray into that, ladies. Thank you, Lord. Jesus, we thank you for your presence and your anointing. I thank you right now that you're touching every woman, that you're speaking to each one of us about the beauty that you're wanting to cultivate on the inside of us, the unique gifts and abilities that you've given to each one of us. God, the fruit of the Spirit that you're wanting to cultivate within us. In Jesus' name, I rebuke the devourer of the garden of our heart. God, I pray, Father, a protection over the garden of every woman's heart, Lord. God, that those little foxes which spoil the vine would go away Mm. in Jesus' mighty name, that you would be like a fire that protects the walls of our heart so every good thing could grow and bear fruit. And so, God, I pray, Lord, that you would make room in every woman's heart 
God, for our soil to be nourished by your word and by your promises. God, for every seed sown to grow and to bear fruit. And God, I pray that there would be no disconnection between the women of this house, Mm. that as the women join hands, Lord, as we join hands with one another, God, that the plans of the enemy would be disarmed Mm. and that there would be a beautiful garden that grows out of our lives. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 Thank you, Kiralee. Pleasure, Lou. We'll have you back again in the garden soon. I can't wait. It's going to be amazing. (laughs) See you soon. Yeah. Bye. Thanks for listening to our podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel, follow us on social media, and follow this playlist to stay tuned on what's coming up.